Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. No Tim Allen tonight. Toby Altizer in for him on a rough night. A rough stretch for the Milwaukee Brewers. Welcome in. To the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. Out in the nation's capital, the Brewers' losing streak continues, 11-5 loss to the Washington Nationals. Tough night for the crew, Aaron Ashby. You hoped you'd get a good outing out of him. That wasn't to be tonight. The Nationals go for 19 hits on the night and just absolutely trounce the Brewers it was a back-and-forth affair for a little bit, but ultimately the national score in every inning except for the second and the seventh inning put up 11 runs. The crew tried to make a comeback. There was no chance they were coming back in this baseball game. They lose 11-5. to And listen, Brewers fans, I know you want to talk about it. I know you need a place to vent. That's what we're here for. Give us a call, 414-799-1250, to react to this awful loss for the crew, this awful stretch for the crew. They're not playing well. There's no beating around the bush. One and nine out of their last ten, it could easily be ten straight losses if they didn't have a ninth inning comeback against the San Diego Padres and Taylor Rogers. It just has not been a good stretch. For the Brewers. And we can look for some positives tonight. And we'll look for a couple. And we'll try to see if there's anything that can maybe give you a little bit of faith in this Brewers team to turn it around. But I don't know if you're going to find it. There's not a whole lot of positives right now for this Brewers team. In this losing streak, the Brewers have been outscored 49-14. to 
a minus 35 run differential in your last seven games. You've been outscored 49 to 14. One and nine in the last 10. The last win for the Brewers was last Thursday, as I mentioned, against the Padres. And they were lucky to get that one. And, and like you said, yeah, lucky to get that one. A ninth inning comeback there. Brewers fall to 33 and 27. They're currently tied with the Cardinals, who are playing in Cincinnati, or not playing Cincinnati, playing Cincinnati in St. Louis tonight. We'll keep you updated on that because tonight could be the turning point where the Cardinals take a half game lead on the Brewers. They're currently leading in the game out there. So we'll keep you updated there. But the Brewers fall again 11 to 5 to the Nationals. And during this losing streak, the Brewers have just looked atrocious. Look, we can go through this game and we can break everything down, but I, I know that this is more than just this game. There's going to be frustrations for Brewers fans that are pent up for the last week and a half because this Brewers team has not played like the team that you expect them to play like. This is not the Brewers team that you expected to see when you turn on the television each night and watch this team. Craig Council gets ejected tonight. We'll break that down. I want to hear from him what exactly caused that. Maybe uh, You thought maybe, maybe that could spark a little bit of fire under this Brewers team? That just wasn't to be the case. Tonight, they just couldn't get it done. Aaron Ashby struggles to, in his outing tonight, Ashby gets bounced in the fifth inning, goes four and two-thirds, gives up 13 hits, Six earned runs, only struck out two. That's one thing that this Nationals team does a good job of is they do limit the strikeouts, only struck out six times in total tonight. But six earned runs for Ashby. His ERA goes up to a 3-9-1 through 104 pitches, but just couldn't get guys out. Just couldn't get them out. Tonight, the Nationals had 10 hits on two strike counts. They they just found a way to put the ball in play and that's something that the Brewers have struggled with. And the, the offense tonight gave you a little bit of something. Five runs. But it doesn't seem like the Brewers can put together a full performance at this point. When the pitching staff gives you what you need, the hitting does absolutely nothing. When the hitters show up to the ballpark, the pitching isn't up to its standard. And tonight I think that was the case for the Brewers. Early on, the Brewers were able to get some traffic on the base pass against Eric Fetty. Fetty gave up four hits, walked three in uh, his five and two-thirds innings of work. So they had some guys on base, and they scored three runs against Fetty. But it wasn't going to be enough with how many runs that they were giving up to this Nationals lineup. And listening to Rami earlier today, he was making the argument that, you know, looking at this Brewers lineup, are they going to be good enough to try and compete to win a World Series? And you could look at that Phillies lineup and say, well, for sure the Phillies lineup is better. Tim, I think tonight you could make the argument that this Nationals lineup right now, yes, it's got some star power in it, but th this Nationals lineup on a team that is not very good, uh, a team that currently sits 16 games under 500, they have a better lineup that produces more than this Brewers lineup. It's frustrating. It's frustrating to hear that. It, it really is. And it just doesn't seem like anything about this Brewers team can get going. When the, the hitters hit a little bit, the, the pitching isn't there, 
And, you know, the, the pitching on this team is supposed to be a strength, but they're giving up runs. And this seven-game stretch, again, they've been outscored 49-14. to That's an average of getting beat 7-2. to That's not scoring enough runs, but guess what? That's giving up too many as well. So we can keep talking about this pitching staff and how good it is, and it is good. And I think at some point this Brewers team is going to get off the schneid, but I seven to two average over your last week worth of games. You haven't won a game since last Thursday against the Padres. It's disappointing. We want to hear from you, Brewers fans. 414-799-1250. You can give us a call. The Brewers dropped their seventh straight game. Seventh straight. I never thought I'd hear that this year, honestly. I didn't either. I, I I thought the pitching would be good enough where you have at least one guy that can go out there every five days and get a victory so that you would only, what, have a three- to four-game losing streak here and there? Yeah, I mean, I thought there would be stretches where the but offense seven? would go cold, that the Brewers would lose some games. But I didn't see this team losing seven straight. And one and nine in their last ten? Yeah, I mean, th- this team right now has is going through a cold stretch Hopefully they can match it with a hot stretch coming up. You hope. But but the future looks grim for this Brewers team. I mean, looking ahead and seeing that the Mets are coming up, yes, you get an off day on Monday, but then you got the Mets. I mean, you, you hope that you can bounce back tomorrow. Eric Lauer on the mound, Patrick Corbin on the mound for the, uh, for the Nationals, and Patrick Corbin has really struggled this season. And you've seen him once already this year and had success against him. But Eric Lauer hasn't necessarily been the best pitcher for the Brewers the last couple outings. You hope to get something out of Ashby tonight, but he didn't give you a whole lot of anything. This is a very disappointing stretch for the Brewers. And I I don't know when they're going to come out of it. Because even when one side of the ball seems to get something going... The other side lets them down, and they can't put everything together. You thought, okay, if you can keep it close for the Brewers, the Nationals have one of the worst bullpens in baseball, and even they gave up two runs after Fetty left this game, and you thought, okay, maybe five runs would be enough. I mean, you'd think going into a game with Ashby on the mound, if I were to tell you before this game, Tim, that the Brewers were going to score five runs, you would have liked your chances to win this one. Hearing everything that you said over the this morning when we talked about the game, I thought, hey, we might sweep them, actually. Well, we, we, we might get two of three. We might be able to stop this streak here. We might be able to score some runs, get some hits. Yeah. Well, I, as someone that, you know, follows the Nationals as a Nationals fan, so I'm, I'm going to try not to gloat tonight. <laughs> Thanks. I, I'm going to try not to sound like that. I'm going to look for the Brewers' positives tonight. We're going to try and find some. If you got some, that's fine, and we can talk about that. Obviously, we're going to talk about this losing streak. But one positive, if you want to look at it this way, the last time they they played the Nationals, they won the series. They won two games that were relatively in hand for the Brewers, it seemed like, early. And then they lost one in a runaway. So maybe they're going to lose the one runaway at the beginning of the series, and they'll maybe hopefully take the two to finish this series. But nothing that you've seen over the last week gives you confidence that they can win a baseball game. Whether it's the starting pitching, 
whether it's the hitting, whether it's the relievers, even the surest thing in all of baseball, Josh Hader has struggled in this stretch. I've called him that because it was 40 straight appearances and he struggled. So everybody on this Brewers team is struggling. When it rains, it pours. And even though you're getting some of these guys back from injury, you're getting bad news about Brandon Woodruff today, and we'll talk a little bit about that. It's just not a great time for the Milwaukee Brewers, and we want to hear from you guys. Are you as disappointed as we are? 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Jim, who's in Chicago. Jim, what's going on? Oh, Toby. You know what? I, I First of all, I am a, kind of a quintessential Wisconsin sports fan. As, as, as all of you that are listening out there, this is what you do. When your team does bad, you go to your dresser and you change outfits. Or you go to a different room and watch a different TV. And um, I am full disclosure here, and I'm going to apologize to all of you. I was at the game on May 31st against the Cubs, and I blame myself for the start of this losing streak. Uh, and I don't know what I need to do to rectify the situation for everybody. But if anybody has any suggestions, if I have to make a donation to the MAC fund, you know, whatever it is, just just let me know. But I feel responsible for the start of this losing streak. Yeah. T- why, why do you feel responsible? Well, it, it, you know, it's one of those things. I was at that first game where, where this abysmal streak started. I saw okay. the hor- horrific errors in the outfield. It was terrible. Came, oh, my God. It was terrible. So – I don't know. What do I need to do? So, so just you being there. Yes. Well, that, that's the Wisconsin sports fan in me. Un- unfortunately, one of us, I, I, I yeah, think what we're going to have to do, man, is I think we're going to have to get you to another game, and hopefully, you can be the flip the switch for him. Because otherwise, I, if you're going to keep going to different rooms and changing outfits, I think you've probably run out of outfits and run out of TVs to watch it on. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true, you know, and, and, and whatever I need to do, any suggestion, I'm, I'm open to it. But in the same respect, knowing like last year with the Braves and a couple years ago in the Nationals, mm-hmm. they were at a really low point. So I'm going to channel all my energy into hoping that, okay, we hit kind of an abysmal streak. We don't look like we're, we're in it. And then we hit the end of the year and we just take off. So that's where I'm at right now. All right, Jim, appreciate it, man. We'll hope, Hopefully the, you, we'll get this thing turned around and you can feel a little bit better about yourself. Thanks, man. appreciate it. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. The Brewers fall 11-5 to to the Washington Nationals tonight. The Nationals get 19 hits. Most of the guys in their lineup end up with multiple hits. Out of the nine guys in the lineup, only three of them have one hit. Every national player had a hit. 19 hits overall. The Brewers had seven hits, five runs. If you're looking for a positive, if you can find any, Christian Yelich, seven hits in his last four games. That's also four losses, so it doesn't really matter. Jace Peterson had three RBIs. Andrew McCutcheon had three hits. But all of this stuff doesn't matter when you're losing – by this many runs. You being the Nationals fan, yeah, was this their best game of the year? Off the top of your head? Uh, one of them. <laughs> they, they they had one game where they had 22 hits against the Giants, okay. so maybe you could look at that. But, yeah, I mean, this has been one of their better performances up and down that lineup. Unfortunately, it's against the Brewers. I know. And I, I really thought if there were a game that maybe you, you would falter, 
you know, the starters for this series. Ashby to start today, Lauer tomorrow, Jason Alexander. If there were a game at the beginning of the series, I told you they were going to score 11 runs. You would think it would be Sunday against Jason Alexander. Unfortunately, it was game one of the series against Aaron Ashby. So not a great start to this series for the Brewers. You can still win the series. You just got to win the next two. 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Dick in Porsche, Washington. Dick, what's going on, man? Well, um, I promised my wife I'd be positive tonight, and I wouldn't say any negatives about Yellich. So <laughs> I, got a, I, I think I got a couple of things I can say. All right. First of all, I think the schedule has been brutal for the Brewers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been it's unbelievable. And, you know, you still got to play all the games, but Stearns was on last night on, on Valley Sports, and, or one of the nights this week, and I think later in the year it's going to come back and it's really going to help us. Positive one. Um, if you would have known beginning of the year you'd be in first place on June, whatever it is, you'd been happy to take that, right? Sure. But most of all, for some reason this year, all Brewer fans are looking at the schedule, and it's it's not even the middle of June. I mean, you, you can lose it during this part of the season, but you're not going to win the division. And and normally, I don't even look at, at standings until July 10th, 15th, something like that. Why are we so uptight now about this? There's a lot of games left. And, and I think another point is we've had some injuries. And we can't develop a rhythm. Eventually, baseball is, is more of this than any other sport. It's, 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 it's a rhythm. You know, you go up, you go down, you go up. And what you hope for is that if you map out your year, you're going to have more peaks and valleys. This is the valley now. And I don't even think you've got to say that the valley's got to be only so many points. You can go really bad, which we're doing now. So hopefully... My wife won't yell at me anymore when I try to call the show. <laughs> what do you think of those positives? Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, it's a tough night. It's a tough time right now to find positives for the Brewers, but I think you found a couple of them. And that, yes, you're right. We can look at all these excuses for why they're playing bad, and we can bring up all these reasons why they're playing bad. They're in the midst of a seven-game losing streak, and I'm assuming the Cardinals win tonight. So we'll say that they're in second place, but they're only a half game back in the division. So... I mean, you're right, Dick, in that this Brewers team has not played its best baseball yet, and they're still right in the thick of it through 60 games. Yep, I agree. All right, Dick, appreciate it, man. Thanks. Yep, bye. 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Austin, who's in Virginia, listening on the Odyssey app. He's driving home from the game. Austin, what's going on, man? Hey, Toby. I don't know, man. This is just a head-scratcher with all this going on. Um I, I just, it's, you know, I, they're, they're just, you know, watching the game, I, I had pretty good seasons behind the, behind the Brewers dugout about 30 rows back so, like, I could get a feel of, sure. you know, the contact they were making. And it just doesn't, other than Jace Peterson hitting the ball, like, nobody's hitting the ball hard. No. Like, it's just, you know, I take a look at Yellich's hits. Like, yeah, he had two hits tonight, but, like, one was through a, it was a ground ball through a wide open left infield. Like it's just, I I don't know what needs to happen or if the, and everybody's like hitting these lazy fly balls to right field and it's like what's what's going on? Um, 
the other thing is too, it's like who's who's who in this rotation? I know we're a little we're a little banged up with Peralta and Woodruff out, but like who in this rotation is going to step up and be a stopper? I thought Burns was going to do it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he was, his stuff looked good, but he didn't really have any control over it. Um, and you know, he's, he's had a hundred pitches, four or five innings into the game. And then Ashby, I was hoping, was going to continue with his good stuff, but he was getting hit around. Like so, I just, I think it's right now it's just a bad combination of we're not getting great contact. You know, I mean, I, I'd love a game where we get a good outing and we win. You know, you know, six to one or five to one or something like. That. Oh, like, the Brewers you know, can kind of get it going. The Brewers right now need a laugher. That, that, that's what they need. They yeah. need to come out tomorrow and put four runs, five runs on the board in the first two or three innings and feel better about themselves. Because any game that they're trailing at this point, any game that is close, they're just going to have this extra weight on them. If they can go into a game where they give themselves a lead like the Nationals did at at points tonight where it it was never a question, then I think the Brewers can play a little more free and easy, and then hopefully that can carry over into the following days and they can get this weight off their back. But right now, they've got this monkey on their back with – there's long losing streak. They're not playing well. The injuries, you know, and all these things that we're talking about, they're feeling it, and they're feeling it more than us. Because as soon as we go to bed at night, you know, we wake up the next morning, we got our lives to think about. But this is their life, and they can't get away from it. And so hopefully well, they can get something to, to ease a little bit of that struggle. Well, and that's interesting, too. It's like, what, what is Council thinking right now, too, to kind of get that get that spark going? It's interesting because you see – you see how he how he reacted, you know what he was getting at. You could tell he was gonna go. Oh, like, absolutely. He started arguing. He's like, you know what? I, I gotta find something. You know, and I, I was like, he he, he knows what he's he's gonna try to get. He, he he wants to get kicked out of this game. Like at this point, like it's it's to get get that fire that that spark going. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you. It's you know, it's 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 true. This is it's it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, every but every team I feel goes through something like this, but it needs to it needs to break sooner rather than mm-hmm. later because um, we can't. You know, I mean, I I'm looking at the standings and I, I know it's still early, but I really don't want to be that third division winner or that sixth, you know, wild card. Like I really don't want that. Like that's I I want top two division winners so we can kind of get that by sure and have to worry about that so those are kind of my thoughts you know again federal let's let's let's, let's see if we can get something going tomorrow real, real quick austin how was nats yeah. park is that your first time no i so i've i've moved out i've been in virginia here uh virginia dc area about the last 10 years um okay. originally from M- milwaukee so um it's a night it's a nice park i i like the location on it in terms of how it's located, you know, by the Navy Yard mm-hmm. and on the river there. I, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine I was going with who's also from Wisconsin. I kind of wish they, they kind of like, you know, had the view more of like a like a waterfront view. Yeah. You know, kind of like a, a PNC or, a, or an Oracle Park, you know, kind of get that waterfield view. Um, instead, it's just looking at like build, you know, up upcoming building con- condominiums. Yeah, I mean, so, it used to look out at the Capitol, but that those days yeah. are long gone. Yep, yep. So, I mean, it's still a nice stadium. I, you know, it, it, I like going. I like going there. It's, it's, it's got a good vibe, you know, around, around there as well. So, 
Um, but, yeah. Well, glad you enjoyed the ballpark. Unfortunately, they couldn't give you much else than the game, so, in the game. So uh, have, a, have a safe drive home, Austin, and appreciate the call, man. Thank you. Have a good one. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show. Toby Altizer in for Tim Allen tonight. The Brewers fall 11-5 to to the Washington Nationals in the series opener. <sighs> hey, you want a little good news? Give us some. In 2011, they had an 11-7-game uh, losing streak, and they went to the NLCS. Well, team they had a seven-game losing streak, and they went to the NLCS. Well, hopefully they can end this one going to the NLCS and past it, because this I'm just is just giving you something here. This is I, rough. We we need some good news, right? Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. I know you need to vent. Give us a call here at twelve fifty a.m. The fan. I'm Toby Altizer. In for Tim Allen tonight alongside Tim Shea here on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Brewers fall eleven to five to the Washington Nationals. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game, presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. That ball's hit well. Deep right field. Jace Peterson will watch this one fly. Up into the second deck. A booming home run by Peterson. 
And the Brewers get the lead quickly here in the second. Two-run blast number six for Peterson this year. Well, that was fun while it lasted. Didn't last very long, it didn't seem like. There's your call of the game presented by the 5 o'clock Steakhouse. Jace Peterson's home run to give the Brewers a lead in the second inning. Jace Peterson had a solid night tonight. If you want to find positives, Tim, I think we got to find some positives, right? If we're going to find positives, then you got to look at Jace Peterson. You got to look at Andrew McCutcheon. You got to look at Christian Yelich. I don't know. It's kind of hard to find him in a game like this. Toby Altizer in for Tim Allen tonight alongside Tim Shea in the Lakeland University Studios here on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. The Washington Nationals beat the Brewers 11-5 to in the first game of the series. The Brewers lose their seventh straight game. They're outscored 49-14 to over the la- their last seven. They've only won one game out of their last ten, and that one required a miracle comeback in the ninth inning. They are 33-27 and through their first 60 games, and it looks like the St. Louis Cardinals are probably going to win at home tonight to take a half-game lead on the Brewers as they'll fall behind in the NL Central. <sighs> Do you want to find some positives, Tim? Like, what is there to look at? Because even if we're trying to look on the big picture, we get news today that Brandon Woodruff is not only dealing with the ankle injury, which it now seems like is healed, there's a positive there. But he's apparently dealing with a syndrome called Raynaud syndrome. And apparently what that does is the three middle fingers, so not your pinky and thumb, but the three middle fingers, they have a little bit of numbness and they feel a little cold. Maybe your skin turns a little bit blue. And he's been dealing with that and it's on his pitching hand. Now, you can try and give me positives and say that it's healing. That that doesn't sound good, Tim. (laughs) It doesn't sound good when when a guy is dealing with numbness on his pitching hand. That doesn't give me a whole lot of hope. Now, that being said, Todd Rosiak did report earlier today that tomorrow he's supposed to get back on the mound and throw some fastballs and change-ups and... It only seems to really bother him when he throws curveballs and some of his breaking balls, but those are important, man. And if we know anything about Brandon Woodruff, he's going to work off the fastball, so it's important, but he needs that other stuff. <laughs> he needs it. And so I don't know when we're ex- going to expect to see Brandon Woodruff because initially I thought that we'd only see Woody go in the IL for the 10 days, 15 days that he was supposed to be on there. He could be out a little bit longer. And this pitching staff needs guys like Aaron Ashby, like Jason Alexander. You need the top guys to to carry the load, but you also need some of these other guys. Think about Jason Alexander coming up on Sunday. You're going to need him to be good. Eric Lauer tomorrow. You're going to need something out of him. I mean, it right now for this Brewers team, you need contributions out of not just your bottom guys, but the top guys as well. And... It just doesn't seem like you're getting it out of anybody at this point. I mean, I, I'm not going to necessarily blame people for struggling, but some guys that even are at the top of the roster that we rarely question are struggling. Josh Hader struggled. 
again, don't feel like I'm blaming him, but he he struggled, and that he's a reason you lose a game. Corbin Burns, another guy that rarely do we blame for anything. His last outing, he struggled. I mean, we can blame just about anybody uh, on the hitting side. It's just starting, again, to get more frustrating because now the pitching side is starting to kind of take a little stumble. Yeah, and this team is so built on pitching that, you know, with some of these other teams, you feel like they're balanced and that there's not one side that's fully dominant. For the Brewers, if the pitching falters, good luck. Yeah, it's it's over. Sorry. I mean, just going to be blunt with everybody. They're not going to go far? No. Possibly not even make the playoffs. Tim, we can go through a game summary here. I don't know if I really want to. (laughs) Well, I mean... If, if, if there's some notes maybe we to go through. I do want to say this. Aaron Ashby pitched today. What was that? It must have been me. It's acting up again. <laughs> must have been me. Uh, Aaron Ashby struggled tonight. One key situation that I think is part of the reason that Christian Yelich was a little bit frustrated, and I was surprised that the television broadcast wasn't a little bit more on it. Uh it was good to hear B.A. again with Tim Dillard, but let's see, what inning was it? It was the, I believe it was the third inning. Third inning, leadoff hitter Victor Robles comes to the plate, and you had Aaron Ashby gets him into a 1-2 count and throws a pitch pretty much right down the middle, a little bit on the outer half. And he doesn't get the call, and it ends up in Robles drawing a walk, and then he ends up coming around to score when Luis Arias couldn't field the ball. It was ruled a hit, probably should have been ruled an error, but either way, he comes around to score after what was a pretty obvious strike three call, and sometimes things as simple as that can change an inning. Now, obviously, the Nationals went on to score 11 runs, and they scored more and more. But in that third inning, the Nationals scored two runs, and you wonder if it might have been a little different if you at least get one out with no one on. Again, no excuse for for Aaron Ashby to struggle, but I I thought that was pretty poorly done. You thought, I I just think there were there's so many little things for the Brewers right now too that are bad. You know, we can look at the hitting and we can look at the pitching overall, but it's simple stuff, simple stuff. You know, earlier in the year, it was Brewers always kept getting catcher's interference. Base running mistakes tonight. You had two on with two out. And what is Rowdy doing getting back picked? What are you doing? You're not scoring. You're Rowdy Telez, dude. We understand what you bring to this baseball team, and it's not speed on the base pads. He gets picked off in the third inning. You cannot have that. You cannot have fielding errors. I, I understand it was ruled a hit for Nelson Cruz. Luis Arias, man, you've got to come up with that play. you got to come up with that play. If nothing else, you got to make that play and get one runner, even if you just have to go to the guy at first. But you cannot boot the ball and not get anything. So you've got a base running error. You've got a fielding error. You, you've got too many problems with this Brewers team right now that are massive to be adding on to it with the minor little details. You know, 
We're not going to be talking a whole lot about Rowdy Telez and getting backpicked at first. But that's an important thing. You've got two outs. You've got a chance to bring a good hitter to the plate. Luis Arias is at the plate. And what do you do? You take the bat right out of his hands. You cannot do that. You can't have mistakes like that. You can't have the fielding continue to let you down. We had a caller earlier mention that he was at the Cubs game where it seemed like the Brewers forgot how to field the ball in the outfield. You can't have that. You can't have the little things. You can't have the big things. Everything right now for the Brewers is piling on top of each other, and it's leading to a seven-game losing streak where, do you see an end in sight, Tim? It could come tomorrow. Maybe it does. But do you see an end in sight? Because I don't. Do you have faith that they're going to come out to the ballpark tomorrow and score enough runs to win and that they're going to be able to limit the damage enough to win a ball game? Because I don't feel confident in that. No, the- I, I I don't. I, I There's nothing that's, there's nothing out there that says, oh, yeah, they're going to go out there and win 7-2. to two. And, and I still think that this is one of the best baseball teams in the National League. I still think that. <laughs> but it's making me question myself a little bit. Because you look at this roster on paper, and yes, I understand the lineup is a little bit underwhelming, but they've still got guys that you know. You've heard of Jace Peterson before. You've heard of Andrew McCutcheon before. You've heard of Rowdy Telez. You've heard of these guys. And what are they doing? They're not giving you enough to win baseball games. This pitching staff, I'm sorry, we can criticize them too. You're supposed to be the ones that are the heavy lifters. You've got to pitch better. Aaron Ashby cannot do what he did tonight. Is it something that he's going to do consistently and struggle? No, I don't think he will. But someone on this Brewers team, I don't really care who it is, has to step up and get them another win. Because you know what the next win means? The next win means Craig Council ties for the most winningest manager in Brewers history. And now you've lost seven in a row. You had a chance to be able to give Craig Council the opportunity to become the winningest manager in Brewers history at home at American Family Field. And you missed six opportunities to at least tie. At least tie. All you needed to do was win two out of those six and he'd be the winningest manager. And you lost all six games. And now... Are you sure that you're going to get it on this series against the Nationals? you got to win both games. It, it, it's getting really disappointing for this Brewers team at this point to keep underwhelming and playing so poorly when you look around the rest of the league and you see other teams struggling. It, it happens. You know, thank God the Brewers haven't got to the point of the Los Angeles Angels. where What was their losing streak? Like 13 or 14 games? And I pray that... It never gets to that point. And I I really hope it ends tomorrow against Patrick Corbin on the mound. But this Brewers team needs to start playing better. And, you know, we can look all around at these different things. I think it ultimately comes down to this team just needs someone to step up. Whether it's someone at the plate, whether it's a pitcher going out there and throwing seven shutout innings, because I, I believe that the guys that you could depend on to step up would be 
a guy like Devin Williams and Josh Hader? Because I, I don't think you're going to have another bad outing out of Josh Hader. I, I trust that he's going to be able to get back out on the mound and do his thing. But you're not even giving him chances to get saves at this point. It is official. The Brewers are now in second place. Yeah, the Brewers are in second place. 2 nothing win for the Cardinals over the Cincinnati Reds. That's crazy too, Tim. Coming into tonight, the Brewers are on a losing streak, but everyone in the NL Central was on a losing I streak. I saw that. The NL Central coming into tonight had lost 17 straight games. 17 straight as a division. That gets ended tonight by the Cardinals win over the Reds. They were guaranteed that. But this Brewers team falls into second place, and Bart and I had talked in the morning saying that we we thought they'd go wire to wire. Obviously, we were wrong. I thought that they would win this game tonight. I thought they would sweep the Nationals. The Nationals are not a good baseball team, and they fall to them 11-5. to 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in. Talk about the Brewers, 11-5 to loss to the Nationals. Let's get out to Ron in Rome. Ron, how you doing tonight? You know, Toby, you say that the Nationals aren't a good baseball team. They're not. I'm, look, I'm looking at the box score. If you take out Norvales, who hasn't had too many at-bats, our highest batting average is Renfro with a 253. The Nationals have six players with a higher batting average than us out of the nine, and two of them are hitting over 300. So I understand our pitching is going to have its ups and downs, but I'm blaming this totally on the offense this bad season. Oh, without a and doubt. It, and if if it, we weren't in this weak division, and if we didn't have this fantastic pitching, just looking at our team batting averages and OPSs, I mean, you'd think that we were, should be a team that's eight or ten games out of first. Yeah, uh, so. that, that's a good point. I mean, just just over overall this season, the pitching's been fine. Over this losing streak, I would say the pitching has been pretty poor as well. Uh, like right. I said. It's 49 to 14 in this losing streak. So, seven runs a game given up, scoring only two. So, th- neither side is acceptable. Right. And then I didn't listen to most of the game because I was watching my grandkids tonight. But in, I think it was the third inning. Yelich gets a hit and he steals second. I'm like, boy, you know, you got to give Yelich credit. He, he, yeah. he can't get his hitting together, but he's really trying. He's trying to do anything he can. He's stealing. He, at least he's getting some hits the last few days. And then, uh, and then um, Telez gets on base. And then Jeff Levering says, boy, uh, Telez has a big lead. He can yep. take as big a lead as he wants. And I'm thinking, well, why would he do that? He might get thrown out. As soon as they think that, he gets thrown out. Mm-hmm. Why would a slow guy like Rowdy Telez take a big lead? I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't understand, Ron. And those are the little things that you can't have those. Sometimes you, you need a little break like that to go your way to win in a losing streak. You can't help out another team by doing those sort of things on the base pads. You've got to field the ball when it's hit to you. Like Luis Arias struggled with that tonight, and he's not the only one during this losing streak, but the defense hasn't been good. I mean, point to me for one thing during this losing streak that's been solid that you can depend on for the Brewers, and you can't find one. Well, why would he take a big lead? Do you think they were maybe going to do a double hit and run or double? No, I mean it, it, it's or? it's it's two outs. I, I I just think that he was thinking that they're not going to back pick him there. Uh, he's just thinking with a man on second base. You know he's he's going to take a big lead in case something gets hit in the gap and he can try and score. I I, I get the thought process, but you've also got to be careful. You got to understand. Cabert Ruiz is one of the better young catchers in the game, and he's able to make some plays like that. 
And you could see on the TV broadcast, he'd seen that he'd gotten some big leads and he kind of made a little look over to Josh Bell. And I don't know if he gave him a sign with like a wink or touching his glove. They were talking about how they have those subtle things and they're able to kind of acknowledge each other without doing anything too crazy that the team would notice. But you could tell that as soon as that pitch was thrown, he was throwing it over to Josh Bell and Rowdy was caught. He didn't even get a slide in because he was so far off the bag. So is that something that like a a really good team scouts the other team and knows don't don't get too big a lead on the catcher and maybe we just took the Nationals for granted we think we're so much better than them and we don't we're lazy and not getting prepared properly or what? No, I wouldn't say that it's that. I think it's just one of those things where you get a little you take some things for granted in baseball at times. You know, you just you're not thinking that he's going to throw over there. I'm sure they could have scouted that, but I don't think it's anything lazy on managers or players or anything. I think it's just a little bit of a a lapse of concentration so in that sort of situation. jinx when he said that? <laughs> well, maybe they were listening in their ear on the broadcast down there. and no, uh... It was too quick. It was as soon as he said that. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 but those, again, Ron, those are the sort of things. And, you know, I, I know me and you have kind of gone back and forth on different things about disagreeing. You know, you've been a little bit more down on this Brewers team, and I've been trying to be positive. But, after watching some of these things, I don't want a losing streak and a little bit of a lull to kind of sway me too much, but I'm starting to lean more to your side, man. Well, it's just the batting. I mean, to me, you know, like they discredit batting average, but that's what I grew up when I, you know, used to memorize the baseball cards. It's all about batting average. Yeah. Yeah, they can keep discrediting it all they want, but <laughs> look at the Brewers batting average and then look at their offense overall and try and tell me that it's good. It's not. All right. Thanks a lot, Toby. Appreciate thank, it, Ron. Thank you guys for coming in tonight. Absolutely, Ron. Yeah, I mean, it's just the little things, the big things. There's nothing. Is there anything that you can find that's positive over this losing streak, Tim? Because I can't find anything. The base running's no, been bad. No, The I've, fielding's been the, bad. The, the one thing that was saving us all year, the pitching is now trending bad. Yeah, I mean, even the even the sure things, like you said, Josh like, Hader, like Josh Hader struggled yes. in the losing streak. It's just when it rains, it right. pours, and it is pouring. Yeah, maybe, I really thought that maybe Craig Council getting ejected tonight might give them Fire a little them bit of a. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to do what, this. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Like, I don't want to do this. And I heard you and Bart talking a little bit about this this morning. There's no chance of it. Craig's not getting fired. But they keep losing games, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't see an end in sight. Hopefully it's just tomorrow and we can forget about all this. But, gosh. I dude. said how many games would it take to get him fired? It would take a lot. 20? It would take a lot. It would take, I think we set it at 20. I don't think it's getting to that point. But, oof. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in. The Brewers lose 11-5 to to the Washington Nationals. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show with me, Toby Altizer, in for Tim Allen tonight on 1250 AM, The Fan. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. To Gene Wagner, Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Toby Altizer in for the franchise. Tim Allen tonight alongside Tim Shea. We're live from the Lakeland University studios. The leader. An online education, learn on your terms at lakeland.edu. Want to hear from Craig Council coming up in just a few minutes. Gets ejected for the first time this year. 24th time in his career that he's been ejected. Craig was heated. I was really hoping that that would light a match under the Brew Crew tonight. No, it just just flamed out. Yeah, it didn't work. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in and talk about this Brewers loss to the Washington Nationals. They fall 11-5. to Nationals 11-19-2. Brewers 5-7-0 on the line score. Hopefully the crew can get it going tomorrow against Patrick Corbin. But want to get your thoughts on the game tonight and the seven-game losing streak overall. Again, 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Justin, who's listening on the Odyssey app in North Carolina. Justin, what's going on tonight, man? What's up, man? So we get the pleasure of getting beat by the Nationals and getting Mr. National on the phone <laughs> to do the post-game. So this is a hell of a night, man. Hey, hey, man. Sparky asked me to do the show. I fully expected to do it after a Nationals loss. That was not the case tonight, man. Hey, Toby, you're my guy, man. It's all good, man. So first of all, with you being a Washington resident, you understand the whole massive BS that goes on. Don't, don't get me started, ridiculous. man. I want to complain one second about that. I live way down in North Carolina, five and a half hours south. I can't watch the Brewers and Nationals on my MLB extra innings because of Madison. That's complete mm. hogwash because we can't cuss on the radio, right? So let's talk about tonight because I had to listen to it on the radio. So one of the things that I heard was the Nationals did what they did that last game against us when they beat us in Milwaukee. They hit the ball in play. Mm-hmm. We seem to not be able to do that as a, Brewer, as, as a Brewers organization right now. Now, I'll tell you one thing. Living here in Raleigh, we had the Carolina Mudcats, low-A affiliate of the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, didn't you get to Nationals. see your boy uh, Willie Adamas when he was down there? I saw Big Willie. Nice. And he was ready. But then we got the AAA team. So we got the Durham Bulls. They were playing in Nashville Sounds. There's a lot of talent in this system. So if these guys on this field can't cut it, we have plenty of talent down low to come up and play. Now, this is what I'm going to be looking for the rest of the uh, series, Toby. I, I expect us to come up and play good baseball and win tomorrow and win Sunday because I'm going to the game. Hey. Stop by Ben's Chili Bowl. There you go. And I just really expect guys like – this is why we have McCutcheon, right? Mm-hmm. This is why you have a guy like Yelich who's been through these playoff days, Woody, Navarre, all these guys have been deep in the playoffs before in some form or fashion, especially McCutcheon. He's an ex-MVP. Close the doors. Let's get this train back on the tracks and play Brewers baseball. I agree with you guys. At one point, deep down inside, we are the best team in the National League, potentially. But we're not showing it now. And if we're going to hit like this, we won't be able to beat anybody that the uh, Sounds or the Mudcats play. It's, it's bad baseball right now. Everything, like I was telling uh, my, my guy that answered, uh, sorry, bro, I forgot your name, but everything we did 
in this uh, should be nine to ten game losing streak has been piss poor. This isn't Brewers baseball. We're better than this, man. Yeah, one hundred percent, Justin. Appreciate the phone call, man. Enjoy Nats Park on Sunday. Hopefully, the Brewers can get you a win. My guy. Are you heard from Justin in North Carolina? Let's get out to Mike in West Dallas. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. If you want to hop in on the conversation, Mike, what's going on, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Toby? Not too bad. <laughs> As a Nationals fan, not too bad. <laughs> so, Toby McGuire. Yeah. Um, we we actually talked yesterday, and I've changed my prediction. If that's all right. All right. Go ahead. Uh, I don't think I don't think they're making the playoffs this year. Okay. Um, so, uh, I, I will say real quick, Mike. I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to this losing streak, but l- listen, man, what I've seen over the last week, anything can go. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge you on that take, man. All right, so I, I just want to go through some raw numbers here okay. for each of their position players. So career averages: Telez two forty nine, Renfro two thirty eight, Adams two fifty eight, McCutcheon hit two forty last year. Yeah, you know his name, but he's at the tail end of his career. Kane's career is over. Yelich is a shell of himself since that kneecap injury. Um, and Tyron Taylor, there's a reason he didn't come up to the big leagues until he was 27 years mm-hmm. old. You know, he's more of a minor league player than he is a big league player. So basically, and you're, you don't have any good defensive players either. So it's not like you have, you know, three gold glovers out there. So that puts all the pressure on the pitching staff. And I think you're seeing that with Burns. I think that's why he's struggling. He's trying to be too fine around the corners because he knows this offense isn't going to score any runs for him. So basically, you're counting on Burns and Woodruff. They both need to be like Cy Young, you know, top five guys this year for them to have a chance at making the playoffs, even in the division that they're in. I just, I just don't see it happening. And one play that you guys, I don't know, if, I don't think you brought this up, uh, but in the first inning, that was a horrible play by uh, Renfro in right field uh, to allow that runner to get to second base. I, I played college baseball. Granted, it was D3. you got to be in a throwing position when you catch the ball. It's not like, I, It just seems like he was jogging to it. He caught it in an off position, and it put him in a bad position to throw the ball to second base. Yeah, that, he, that's a good point you, you bring up there, Mike, because you know you, you saw the bad running base running from Rowdy Telez. You can create runs by doing different things like, you know, Maybe Renfro should have done a better job, but that's some aggressive base running by Lane Thomas in the first inning, and it leads to a run for the Nationals. Obviously, they they didn't struggle to get some runs tonight, but what if this were a one- or two-run ball game? That sort of play would be brought up, and you're not seeing those kind of plays from the Brewers. Instead, you're seeing the opposite, where Rowdy Teles is getting thrown out on the base pass for no reason. Yeah, and it just sets the tone, right? It's like that that run shouldn't have scored. It should have been 0-0. And it's just a, a, a big difference between 2-0 and 2-1. It sets the tone for the mm-hmm. game. The so bottom line, offensively they're not good. Defensively they're not good. And they don't play small ball. You know what I'm saying? I, I could see them maybe making the playoffs if they were like a great small ball team, you know, good at bunting, good at situational baseball, moving guys over. But it's pretty much all or nothing. If they don't hit home runs, they're not going to win. It's that simple. If they yeah. don't get a three-run homer, they're just not going to win. So I, I'm sorry to be Debbie Downer, but I just have to be, I have to be <laughs> realistic about this and not have my you know blue and yellow glasses on here. Well, I appreciate the perspective, Mike. I really do. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. So it, it put it this way, Toby. It, it the, the Brewers' offense reminds me a lot of the Packers' wide receiving core. I, <laughs> I just think it's kind of void of talent. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, so. it, it, it's disappointing, but sometimes I, I I can look at it the other side and say that I've at least heard of some of these guys' names before, but they're not they're not all stars, they're not superstars, and they're not none of them are playing like it right now. Well, I mean, you can hear of somebody; it doesn't make them a good player, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, I, a lot of the it put the, a lot of these guys they're they're not bad starters. But you can't have every guy in your lineup being a 240 all or nothing. Well, here, here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make an A-level lineup or a B-level lineup out of C-level players. And in order for that to right. happen, you need some of those C-level players to play like B-level players, A-level players. But instead, you've got a bunch of C-level players playing like Ds and Fs right now. They're just not playing well at all. Correct. Well, hopefully they can turn around here. Well, let, let, let's hope that uh, this is the last night we're doing this losing streak thing because th- this is exhausting and this sucks. I, I would concur, sir. All right, have a good one. All right, Mike, have a good night. Do want to hear from Craig Council after the game tonight. He gets ejected for the first time this year. I don't know if it was that big of a deal. I, I think Craig was maybe making a little more out of a deal out of it just because of the losing streak and everything else going on. But let's hear from Craig Council after the game tonight when the Brewers fell 11-5 to to the Washington Nationals game one of the series. I think he, you know, he was in the strike zone, but, yeah, the, the, he couldn't get the last strike on a guy. Um, a lot of balls found holes. Um, you know, I, I didn't think he was, you know, the home run, obviously, to lead off the fourth, but, but there wasn't, you know, it wasn't balls in the gap and things like that. It was, it was ground balls and some broken bats and you know they just he just they did a good job putting the bat on the ball and finding holes is that kind of similar to Adrian where it's like if you're going to throw the sinker you have to just live and die with some of that contact sometimes yeah I mean I think you know Aaron's been good at getting swing and miss um I, I think tonight you know they they fouled off some pitches I don't I don't think the you know the fastball I thought was just up enough too where it was you know, it wasn't the weaker contact. It was on the ground, but it wasn't. It was you know hard enough to get through, and they they found the holes. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, sinker ball pitchers are going to have nights where, unfortunately, the ball finds holes because it's um, when you don't have the swing and miss with the, you know, the slider. To me, wasn't a swing and miss pitch tonight like we've seen it be. Um, and so, the fastball got put in play, and unfortunately, found holes. Night like tonight, frustration level will be high for any pitcher, but for a young guy like Aaron, do you think he kept his composure pretty well? I, I did. I mean, obviously, you know, we, he, you know, he gave up a bunch of hits, but like I said, I didn't think it was, you know, those the a lot of those balls could have been outs for me, um, and, and I, I, I thought he did. I mean, we're we're in a position right now where we're, you know, we've been struggling with length a little bit. Um, we're, our, our bullpen's a little, you know. We've got injuries down there, um, and and so we're asking some guys to cover innings. Um, and I, you know, he just unfortunately it just didn't work out. There were uh, you had several times where you were trying to talk to the home plate umpire. Was was that all? Was everything connected there? Can you just kind of explain what was going yeah, on? Yeah, I mean, there there was two di- separate plays that happened. Um, the first play was what. Frankly, I was upset about. Um, second play, I just second play, I got an explanation. The first, the first play was, um, you know, Robles touched the bat, touched the ball with his bat after uh, with the pitch in the dirt, and the hitter is out if that happens. 
Um, and Ramon said it didn't happen, and I think it did happen. Um, and the fact that they didn't they didn't see it, you know, was was wrong in my opinion. So the next next play was about a. Well, I was just getting a clarification on what he called there, and, and make, there's two different forms of batter interference on the, on that play, and I, they, they, that one they got he got right for sure. How much is the you know the short starts just starting to, to pile up for the bullpen? Well, it, it you know we're, when you get short starts, the other team has scored. You're probably playing from behind, um, and our injuries have come from the from the guy generally that will pitch that part of the game. Um, so we've been um, you know those guys have had to fill innings for us, um, and you know Sanchi has done a really good job previous to today. Um, unfortunately, it didn't, didn't go well today, but I think, um, you know, that, that's, that's, what's kind of, that's what's happened a little bit. Is it to the point where you might need a fresh arm or two before the game tomorrow? Yeah, or? I think that's likely. Yeah. yeah. Offensively, a couple bright spots, though. I mean, Andrew had a three-hit game. Jace had some good contact with Homer. I mean, is that individual Yeah, I mean, for guys? I mean, we're, we're, I think as a unit, you know, we, we you know, we got to find a just. I think everything in the game we have to do a little bit better. Um, you know, we we got picked off tonight for that was unacceptable. Um, you know, in the, in the situation that it happened. Um, you know, and and I think there are times when you know, I mean, getting a lead in that game, you know, it changes. You know, we know that how that changes games. But when you're playing from behind, you have to kind of hedge everything essentially. Um, because of the next day, so um, you know, I mean, I think that's why it's a team. Everybody's everything's related. Everybody's got to pick each other up, and everybody's got a um, everybody's got a role in that. So, offense, pitching, defense, base running, bullpen starters. You know, we we haven't we haven't been good in any really very many of those areas, um, and that's that's why we you know find ourselves with a losing streak. There you heard from Craig Council after the game. He gets ejected in the fifth inning. First time this year he's been ejected. 24th time in his career. Try to get the crew cut fired up. Didn't work. I'm going to eject you out of here. <laughs> Watching the game with you was very entertaining. I wish we had a camera in here. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't because I might not have gotten through this show. I might have had some angry Brewers fan outside the window coming to attack me. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from Aaron Ashby. Wrap up the show if you want to give us a thoughts on the game. 414-799-1250. Give us a call. Get in before the end of the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show. Toby Altizer in for Tim Allen alongside Tim Shea. The Brewers fall 11-5 to the Washington Nationals. Brewers fall 11-5 to the Washington Nationals tonight. Toby Altizer in for Tim Allen tonight on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show alongside Tim Shea, and we're live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. couple quick notes. The Brewers now have lost seven in a row. They're only won one out of their last ten games, and even that one required a miracle. Four runs in the ninth in that one. The last time they won was last Thursday against the Padres. They're now 33-27, and and with the loss and the Cardinals win, 
They fall to second place in the NL Central. And we asked you guys on Twitter at 12.50 a.m., the fan, what are your thoughts now that the crew has been ousted from first place in the Central? Third Coast Cowboy tweets in and says they gave it away. 11 runs to the Phillies the other night. The tires have gone flat. One tweets in and says, Big Boy tweets in and says, they're not a good baseball team, period. Folsey Bear says, this division right now is a tire fire. Derek at least has a little bit of optimism. says, guys, it's June. It's June. There is that. There is that. And one more positive tweet. Jack tweets in and says, my thoughts are that they'll be in first place at the end of the season. So at least some Brewers fans still have some positivity. Where do you stand with that, Tim? You got that one, but uh, Title Town 1929 says, time for football season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty rough. Steve tweets in and says, I'm not sure, but this rough stretch is sure making it easy to identify all the bandwagon fans who aren't aware that even good teams can play a bad baseball at times during a seven-month-long season. And that is true. What was the stat you said earlier about losing streaks in the NLCS? What, what teams were they? Uh, the, the you said 2011. 2011. They Brewers, lost like 11. They lost, 11 uh, they lost seven. And then 2018, they lost seven as well. This is their first seven-game losing streak since July 14th through the 20th of 2018 and that's when they lost uh right before the all-star break remember that five game yeah. stretch in pittsburgh where they got swept mm-hmm. and a double header and then they lost the two games before that yeah and so. they're just struggling right now on all fronts outscored again 49 to 14 in this stretch an average of a seven to two loss during these seven games just not good enough no aspects have been good for this brewers team even the guys that you feel like you can count on every single night at the top of the, not just the rotation, not just the top of your order, but just on the top of the roster, period. Guys that you really expect to be anchors for this team are struggling right now. One of the guys that you are going to need to help stabilize this team with some of the injuries that you've had to this this Brewers roster, especially learning some of the news we did today about Brandon Woodruff and that we expected him to be back soon. We We knew that... The ankle injury was probably going to be healed pretty quickly after he went on the IL, and the ankle is fully healed, but he's developed a little bit of numbness in some of his fingers on his pitching hand. Raynaud's syndrome, I think, is what it's called. Unfortunately, I don't know when he's going to return. One of the guys that you really need to step up in his absence is going to be Aaron Ashby, and he struggled tonight. Not his best outing of the year. Four and two-thirds inning pitched. 13 hits. Six earned runs, a walk, only two strikeouts, 104 pitches. His ERA jumps up to a whopping 391. So, <laughs> like, if we're looking at it and just looking at his ERA and some of his stats overall for the year, he's still respectable, but not a great night tonight. Here's what he had to say after the game. The Brewers fall 11-5 to to the Washington Nationals. Aaron, was that a especially frustrating one, just not being able to finish guys off when we got ahead? Yeah, I mean, two-strike execution. Uh, this game was awful. Um, just have to be better. How do you explain it, Ash? Was it just command, or was it <clears throat> their approach? Um, no, I think it was more my, my command with two strikes. Um, uh, everything was just too close to the zone, and... Um, I think I think they had a good good game plan of probably just sitting soft there, not not a lot of fastballs there. Um, 
I'm just able to just just do enough. Craig said that the slider just wasn't like a put away pitch for you yeah. tonight too. What was what was going on with that? Yeah, pitch? just getting too much outside of it. Um, just didn't have that depth that it usually has and struggled, struggled there too. Innings like the one you experienced early, a lot of soft contact, just seeing eyeballs. It's you know it's important to keep your composure in those situations. How, you know how are you able to do that when, when you're seeing an inning just kind of go like that? You know, um, I guess getting pissed off doesn't do anything better for you. So it's just you know the, the, the best way to handle that situation, I guess, is to just remain calm and go from there. There you heard from Aaron Ashby after the game. A disappointing loss for the Brewers tonight, 11-5, to 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in. As we wrap up the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Pulse Game Show tonight, just a couple more notes. Omar Narvaez returns to the lineup. That's a positive. Good to see him back out on the field and back in the lineup. One other note, it wouldn't be a baseball post game show here on 1250 AM, The Fan, without a little bit of a lineup question, right? Always. (laughs) Always. Tim always has one every Uh night, at least one, right? It worked out for them tonight, okay? McCutcheon batting fifth. He had three hits. Renfro 0 for 4 in the seven hole. But over the course of the season, why is Hunter Renfro batting seventh behind Andrew McCutcheon? That's a great question. I think they've got to switch that up. You've got to put Hunter Renfro up a little higher. I tweeted something out when I saw this lineup. Renfro in the seven hole, Narvaez in the eight hole. Look, right now with Narvaez just coming back, I'm fine with him being down in the order. But, Tim, who would you say the four best hitters on this Brewers roster are right now? Renfro, Narvaez. Renfro, Narvaez. I would say Adamas and Rowdy. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this about... Willie, uh, as we're wrapping up here, maybe look a little bit ahead to the game tomorrow, but Willie has had some good at-bats the last couple days. He's had some really good at-bats. So I think he's primed to go on a hot stretch here in just a little bit. It seems like he's seeing the baseball extremely well. His first at-bat tonight, he draws a walk. He he didn't end up with a hit tonight, but I I think he's had some really good at-bats. Willie has, so... I hope that he can have like a breakout stretch and maybe carry this offense for a little bit. But I'd love to see Renfro get up there a little higher in this order. One thing that we talked about this morning with Bart, what else could you honestly do right now with this team? Shake up the batting orders about it. I said, why if, if we're going to shake it up, let's flip it. Nine bats one, eight bats two. <laughs> I'm, I mean, what else can you do honestly? Yeah, Let's give I would, it a try. I, I, I know move, that won't happen, but I I'm fine with Yelich staying in the leadoff spot. I'm fine with him being there because his on base percentage is high enough for me to leave him up there, and he's a really good base runner. I'd love to have him up there. I think you can move Luis Arias down at this point. It was awesome when he just got back into the lineup, but he's kind of taken a big step back since then. Renfro is one of your four best hitters. Move him up at least into the top five in the order. Omar Narvaez can probably be up there as well. Rowdy in there somewhere. And I understand that you're going to go right, left, right, left, right, left. I get the alternating thing, and that's fine. But you've got to get these guys higher in the order because having Renfro and Narvaez down at 7 and 8 is limiting their at-bats. And would you rather have them or would you rather have McCutcheon at the plate at this point? And I'd rather have those guys. Jace Peterson's been swinging a good bat. He kept that up tonight, one for three, three RBIs. 
Christian Yelich, seven hits in his last four. Andrew McCutcheon, three hits tonight. But it's a seven-game losing streak for the crew. They need to turn it around. Let's hope they can. Looking ahead to tomorrow, the crew will take on Patrick Corbin on the mound, and he has not been very good this season for the Nationals. He's going to look to try and get, I believe, just his second win of the year. He No, third win. He's 2-8 and eight with a 6-7-1 ERA, 176 whip. Look, if there's one person that you could use as a possible bounce-back game against, it's Patrick Corbin. Although the Brewers struggle against lefties, I'm interested to see if Craig continues to leave Yelich at the top of the lineup, against lefties or not. I'm interested to see what he does tomorrow. Eric Lauer will take the mound for the crew. 5-1 and one with a 238 ERA, 111 whip, and 56 and two-thirds innings pitched. Need a big outing from him. Someone is going to have to step up. Don't care if it's a hitter. Don't care if it's a pitcher. Someone's going to have to step up. Ideally, you get a laugher tomorrow. You beat up on the Nationals. Maybe return the favor, an 11-run outing for the crew. I don't know that that's going to happen. I just don't know, man. You need to end this losing streak. They need a victory bad. Need a win. End this thing at 7 and let's move forward. Let's bring some of this positivity back. Craig needs that that tying victory tomorrow. He, we've been sitting on this Come for on, a long make time. Craig, the winningest manager, at least tie it tomorrow. And then Sunday, make him the winningest manager in Brewers history. Come on, Brewers. And then Monday we can talk about it. Yes. <laughs> Come on. I know I'm wearing Nationals gear tonight. Yeah, yeah. But I'm cheering for the Brewers because the Nats are so bad. Come on, Brew Crew. Say it one more time with me, Tim. Come on, Come on Brewers. Brew Crew. Let's go. <laughs> they need a win. Let's get it tomorrow. Make sure to tune in to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show tomorrow night after the game. Tim Allen will be back, hopefully talking about a Brewers victory. For Tim Shea, I'm Toby Altizer, and we'll see you later. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 